Hello and welcome to a new episode of A Fire Inside Out. I'm Ben Hansen, joined by the great Jeff Cork. Hey, special edition episode of the podcast. It's coming in hot. So I, I don't know exactly how biology works, but I assume everyone can hear a slight ringing in their ears as well. No. Is that just me? No, because I wear friggin' earplugs, dude. Like a shrewd dude. We just got out of Jeff Cork's first AFI concert. It's true. Oh, my God. So we were in Minneapolis at First Ave. Yes. Uh, we finally saw AFI Live. We saw Black Audio. Mm-hmm. See, he started to peek behind the curtain, but this was the full unveiling. You got to see Hunter spinning, yep. playing, flexing, living, loving. Yep. What'd you think? Jade, let's not cut him short. He was spinning, living, loving, too. He's a whirling dervish on the stage. Whirling dervish that doesn't change expressions much? And that tiny slice of guy normal that I could see from my vantage point. Yeah. He was drumming. It was strange. They actually had uh, roadies and other people come up just holding up capes to try and shield guy normal from the crowd. It was a yeah. bold move. They're super not into him. You're never going to believe this. So here's how our concert experience went. I said, Jeff Cork, where it, do you want to be for this concert? And, and I didn't realize that when you said, where do you want to be for this concert? You're essentially picking me up and placing me somewhere like an elf on the shelf. Like a turret uh, getting ready for the next wave. Yeah. So I said, where do you want to be? And he said, more than anything, Ben, I want to be in the rafters looking yeah. down upon the band uh, in the upstairs balcony area. And I said, great. Yep. Let's go up there. Cork, you want to rotate this way? Now, checking your coat is $10. I am made of cash. Jeff Cork, could you just hold this coat for yes. me? And you said, why? Where are you going? And then before I could even answer, I had leapt over the edge like the Phantom of the Opera <laughs> and was down with my real friends and left Jeff Cork standing. I'm like, sorry. Were you offended by that? Uh, I was more confused than anything because when you <laughs> left your coat with me, I thought, all right, he's leaving his coat with me just temporarily. He's going to go downstairs, uh-huh. say hi to his friends, and then he'll return so that we can enjoy this experience together. But now I realize it was a, a brilliant strategy. Um, that maybe didn't make me feel super great at the time, but we had completely different experiences at the concert, and I'm excited to hear what it was like there. I abandoned you and shattered our friendship in the name of good podcasting, because I had no idea what you were experiencing. I don't know when you laughed, when you yeah. cried, when you, you stomped you your You decided feet. you were going to in- insert a little bit of drama and tension just inherently into the situation, so in yeah. case the concert was lackluster, we would at least have this, this rift in our friendship. You'll so never believe what happened, Cork. I hand to God, this is a true story. Okay. I was down uh, by my other friends, okay. uh, you know, in the kind of lower right area. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And they said, "Where's Cork?" And I said, "Oh, if you look up, you can see Cork. He's kind of up there. Look at that silhouette, that silly guy." Yeah. This guy in front of me turned around. Yeah. He said, "Are you Ben?" No. Hand to God, he said. I heard you say Cork. You you do that AFI podcast? Really? Absolutely. And did a hushed murmur go? Like reverberate in that area. Everyone was whispering, and then that's where that musical sequence started. Oh my god! Like, it was like the end of that one sequence at Children of Men, where yes. just everyone stopped, and, and then like, everyone slowly raised their iTunes feeds above their head. They stuck their tongues out, went blah, blah, <laughs> that thing. But hey, shout out to Tyler for saying hi. Yeah, and that wouldn't have happened if we were together, exactly. unless you had said, "Hey, Cork, are your is your arm tired from holding my coat?" <laughs> Hey, cork rack, how about you cool it? Yeah, anyway. All right, what was your big takeaway? Uh, my First big, impressions, let's my, walk through it. I would say that AFI fans are polite because they always looked around sheepishly when they stepped on your coat, which <laughs> happened pretty frequently because I immediately just put it on the ground in front of me. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. 
But they, someone said, oh, I'm sorry, I stepped on your coat. And I said, this isn't my coat. <laughs> this is my friend, so knock yourself out. And she's like, huh? Because it was very loud. Anyway. No, dude, on a sincere note, though, I do think, I think we talked about it a little bit at the mm-hmm. Black Audio Show. I do think it is an incredibly nice community and crowd. We've talked about it just from the Oh, I was looking down response. Yeah. at it, um, uh, wishing that I could grab your coat and sail down into the crowd using it like a little glider. But um, yeah, it's, everyone was smiling. And it seems like even like what little bit of a pit there was, yeah, everyone had a huge grin on their face. It was maybe I just don't see that kind of stuff from the vantage point because ordinarily I'm not up there by myself looking down. I'm a participant in a concert. Uh, maybe, so maybe everyone is always smiling when that happens, but it always seems like it's more of a, a mean attitude. It yeah, shows with that it kind could of stuff. be. I mean, there's certainly a, a, a couple of elbows, but I, I notice. I th- if people are very cognizant. Like, is everyone okay? Are short people being crowded here? What's yeah. going on? Is everyone okay? Tell me, tell me if this is good etiquette or poor etiquette. Okay. Towards the end, uh, I was down there in the pit. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we'll tell that story in a bit. And so I was down there, and there was a guy next to me. He tapped me on the shoulder, mm-hmm. and he was he he grabbed myself and this other guy, other tall guy next to me. And he's just looking at us and then pointing up, like up, up, up. And he was really for a second of really. St- just pure stupidity on my part. I'm like, what could this lovely man want from me right now? Yeah. He's trying to get us to lift him up to go crowd surfing. He would have been the first to go crowd surfing. And I gave him like a polite, like, ah, nah, I'm just going to enjoy the song here. And then he tapped me again, like more adamantly, like, mm-hmm. lift me up, man. Uh, and I just kind of gave him, ah, nah, not going to do it. And then went back to enjoying myself because there were plenty of like short women around. Like he could have kicked one in the face. I'm all for crowd surfing. I just didn't want to be the one to break that seal, you know? Yeah. I have never been around a crowd surfing experience that worked out well. I usually get kicked in the ear right, or something like that. And it's like, this is a fun thing for that one guy who's doing it. And at best for everyone else, it is an inconvenience. Right. I, I still would love, this is what I thought about during most of the mm-hmm. concert. I'm going to sit down with the band mm-hmm. and just say, okay, let's walk through. What are your thoughts on a, mm-hmm. uh, people still chanting through our bleeding. We are one. Yeah. Also want to ask them what percentage of the crowd do you think is saying you are bleeding? We are one. It seemed like it was very high, very high. The chance. And then on time. that note also just what percent, what, what is your stance on wrong lyrics? Would you rather have the crowd singing the entire time? Even if like 40% of it is technically wrong lyrics, mm-hmm. do you want us to just sing our part? Do you yeah. want to tackle the rest, Davey? Like, trying to find that push and pull of what do you want? Like, I would usually sing when Hunter was singing. That's a good cue. Yeah. When he wants some more sound, that's the good communal part. When the microphone is aimed slash thrown at the audience, depending on how secure it is to the stand. Okay, so there was there was a moment. I'm trying to remember what song it was in where Davey's like, Here's, here we go. Microphone on the stand, getting ready to bring it out there. And then it comes swinging off straight down and immediately falls out. And it was like the scene in the Road Warrior where Max shoots that shotgun and it fizzles in a puff of smoke and a bunch of like shot, like shot just dribbles out the end of the barrel. That's what it was like. But I was, I was close to Davy at that moment. Uh, and I was looking in his eyes like, is he going to laugh? Didn't really laugh or crack a smile. It was just moving along. Like he played it, it up like, really well. That is also a huge takeaway from seeing AFI in concert. And like we were talking before the show, I think it's been since December underground. It's mm-hmm. been a long time since I've seen him live, but such pros just yeah. even subtle things like, uh, just cueing the mix 
in the middle of the song, like the first three or four songs even, you can see just like super quick signals, mm-hmm. not making a big show out of it, just like yeah. quick thumbs up, thumbs down to somebody on yep. the side. Amazing. To- not like an Axl Rose like stomping off, I'm having a hissy fit. Because they opened up with Miss Murder. Yep. And the mix on that was not great. And yeah. I think that that was the perfect move is to open with that because it gives people the satisfaction of like, I know this song. This is probably not their favorite song to perform at this point, but it's a way to kind of like, we're going to play the big single. Oh, you think so? And we're also kind of using it as our like sound check to a certain degree. Oh, I guess I didn't think about it. Because it gets everyone way. pumped up at the beginning. And then like you could tell like Davey, you couldn't understand what he was singing. The mic was down really low yeah. in the mix. And but you're, like you're saying, the very subtle signals. Yeah, for sure. And even uh, just little playful communications between them. Like, I think like Adam and, or I'm sorry, uh, Davey and Adam were looking at each other and kind of joking around every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think about the amount of like interaction with the audience? Did you want more talking? No, no. I thought it was a nice mix. I, it's, it's difficult because you like some kind of connection as an audience member, but at the same time, it's like the, keeping that momentum is super difficult. And I would imagine with a band like AFI where you've got a lot of fast songs and then faster songs, you kind of want to keep everyone excited and just stop and tell everyone how much, how excited you are to be in Minneapolis and boy, it's cold outside and you went out here and we appreciate it. You know, so it was real quick as far as like the most banter that really happened. Davey said like, Hey, thank you so much for making blood album, number five album in the States. And then he threw in number one album in Minneapolis. That's true. It's interesting that That's they have said. that specific breakdown of exactly yeah. what's going on there. And there's a fair amount of thank you, Minneapolis. Yeah, he was super grateful. And yeah. What'd you think about this one? Okay, let's uh, hear it. Before 17 Crimes. I have to say, I was very happy. <laughs> like, I was very happy they played that song. I saw your sparkling smile from the pit down below. Mm-hmm. But before 17 Crimes, he's like, hey, Minneapolis police are here or he said the minneapolis police are here party's over and then went into 17 crimes isn't that what he said yeah it was it was it's, i think i'm pretty sure he said party's over right before it so it's nice it's nice to have a like a city shout out that you can customize along the way <laughs> talking about how the party's over the police are here pull yeah. up your 17 year old panties there you go <laughs> that's what i was thinking it exactly. was all in there what'd you think about the the actual performance they are really good live and you could tell even if Davy's voice, I think it got stronger over time. Yeah. Because like at first, like during Miss Murder, I think a lot of it was just the mix was kind of difficult to understand. I was like, is his voice just totally cash right now? Is that what's going on? Mm-hmm. But um, you realize like the amount of work that is to sing those songs in particular. <laughs> How do they remember all those words? No, I just mean like there's so many, there's so much like belting tunes mm-hmm. and singing and then just some like they didn't do a lot of the screaming type stuff there were a couple of songs yeah with that but not a whole lot but and then overall just the showmanship big he's got some moves he's a dramatic guy Hanson, what was he wearing let's let's break this down they come out they're wearing oh boy. they're wearing all black yeah so i totally misread that one i totally. thought it was gonna be i thought it was all white yeah yeah night and day and so he's wearing all black uh, it mm-hmm. said blood on the back of his shirt uh tights He's wearing, let's start at the very bottom. Yeah. Red boots. I didn't even notice that. Sure. Red boots. Okay. Red boots. They came untied at one point, too. I noticed he tied his shoes in the most hardcore, attractive way possible. Blah, blah, boom. Yeah. And then he had uh, black tights. Black tights. Leading up to what I can only describe as 
shorts that Sora from Kingdom Hearts would wear. Yes. Uh, black. Black shorts. Mm-hmm. Uh, some sort of black jean jacket. With studs. It wasn't, it was like a vest, wasn't it? Sure. And it had like studs and then like in the back, in the studs, blood. Yeah. Written. And then most importantly, he wore a smile throughout the show. A winning smile. He He's so good at playing with the audience, being dramatic, but in a fun way. Yeah. Which is difficult to do, but even like during like, I think it was Snowcats where he was like crawling around on the mm-hmm. amps a little bit. Like he knows obviously when to go for the big jumps, make mm-hmm. a big show out of it. Jade, I didn't notice stealing the spotlight too much. A lot of spinning. Okay. A lot okay. of spinning. There was a nice moment too. Uh, in one song, like Jade was doing a solo and then uh, uh, Davey kind of walked up and put his arm around yeah. Jade while he was playing. It was just... Yeah, it was just nice. Finally, those two good cool guys. Bonding time. Yeah. What is it going to take? Yeah. Also, that was the biggest thing that I took away as well is just uh, Jade and the amount of variation. I mean, maybe it's just the guitar is the most notable, easily notable instrument in Mm -hmm. the band, but it was like songs would start and it's like, this sounds a little bit different. It seems like he was being the most playful, kind of tweaking things along the way. And if he is, you know, the musical mastermind behind a lot of the music, maybe just feels more freedom to experiment a little bit, change Mm -hmm. things up a little bit here and there yeah uh i suppose uh okay okay what do you got i was so happy when they started playing still a stranger Mm -hmm. which is relatively early on we should talk about their set list a little bit here okay i was confident it felt like time was slowing down as we're building to the climax of the drum intro and it's Mm -hmm. like there's no way he's not gonna do it he threw the O in on Silla Yes. He wants to do it. His soul says, oh, yep. it's just Jade in the recording studio <laughs> that says no. Let the man know. Yeah, the evil scientist. <laughs> Come on, Jade, let your hair down Lighten on both up, sides, man. not just the one side. What's it going to take? Uh, so as far as the set list, I surprising. <clears throat> I was surprised, I guess, how little of the Blood album was actually on there. Like three songs, I think? Really little for... I mean, I understand maybe... Not that I'm complaining. I love old mm-hmm. stuff. Um, but I understand if it's kind of like their second lap on this album, they might want to wean off that. But yeah. a lot off of Burials, a lot of Sing the Sorrow, surprisingly, mm-hmm. uh, getting out of the gate with Miss Murder, yep. uh, Summer Underground, and then immediately going to Leaving Song Part 2 for the mm-hmm. second song. Uh, and then... Aurelia comes in. Yeah. And we talked about how Jade was excited to see how that one played live. What was your read on how Aurelia played live? The album only came out like a little over a week ago. And it's clear that people have been listening to it. I mean, it's, it doesn't, you've barking in the wrong key. That's an easy one to remember the lyric. Yeah. But it seemed like I was watching people because I had a really great vantage point and uh, everyone was into the new stuff. For the sure. mouths were moving and I could not, they may have been doing the watermelon trick. You know, where What's they, the watermelon drink? You just melt watermelon if you don't know the words, and it kind of looks like, like everyone is saying watermelon around. Yeah. Here. I get it now. Exactly. Well, it makes sense. But yeah, people looked like they had memorized the three, like I think it was three songs from the new album. Yeah. yeah. I think Still a Stranger worked really, really well. Yeah, absolutely. Live. I was really shocked by that. Aurelia, eh, you got to have your, your down songs. I think it was fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, real quick, Aurelia music video was also released. Yeah. 
It seems like uh, they had a budget on these music videos or something. This one, I think, I think it's, I think it's kind of cool. It might even be like my favorite of the three. It's mm-hmm. just extreme close-ups. If you ever want to focus on these guys, uh, just very shallow depth of field mm-hmm. on these guys' face. It does kind of a cool thing in the music video where when it focuses on an instrument, it'll just cut to like if it's like a bass moment, it'll just cut to Hunter's face. Mm-hmm. Not like he's supposed to be playing or anything. It's yeah. like, hey, here's this guy's face. A lot of great shots of Adam staring quietly thinking about mac and cheese or something equivalent <laughs> to that uh as far as like the rest of the set list there was a moment where davy's like i didn't quite hear what he said something about we haven't played this one live yeah that's Is that what, what i heard him say does that mean on this tour it can't mean ever you tell me so it was the final song in burials faith face beneath the waves mm-hmm I like that they played. I like that song. I think it was a really tough one to do live. I think there's a reason that they don't. I think it's uh, heavily processed. I mm-hmm. think there's a lot of subtle details in that song, and I think it was it was maybe the weakest sounding of the bunch. But I like that they went for it at least. Yeah, and like backing up real quick, they did "Still a Stranger." Yeah, I was excited to hear what they were gonna do. I remember we were talking about when we talked about the album, like when that acoustic yeah part comes in. There's like no effects pedal to try to even attempt to replicate that. Jade just strums it. Right. It still uh, sounds great. It's yeah. not like it felt like it was lacking by no. any means. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so what song do you think was the strongest for you? I think we already talked about it. Yeah. I was very excited to hear him play it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think Snowcats was fine. Yeah. Live. That, that seemed to do. Yep. All right. I was the most impressed by a song that I think we gave a lot of crap. I hope you suffer. Yeah. Maybe it's just because that's when the sweat was really starting to pour and mm-hmm. there's a very sweaty man in front of me. Just a delight, but a good seven foot tall sweaty guy and he was really dousing me. Um, but I hope you suffer surprising amount of fun. Mm-hmm. Easy to mock, totally, when you're listening yes. to it in headphones. But when you're in the middle of a mosh pit, mm-hmm. you know, a lighter mosh pit, but it still got pretty intense down yeah. there. It was fun. Um, it really, really works well. well now, was that, I, I think that was one of the two songs too that he kind of got into the crowd and people held him up while he was singing, was it? Yeah, I, I think so. Yep, it totally was. Yep. Uh, it may have snapped a shot or two off that. It looked uh, really cool. I was really close. Did you see me down there, Corky Boy? I was looking for you desperately. And this one woman who was nearby, I think she thought, I kept looking at her. And I did not. So it was, <laughs> didn't want, I didn't, she was fine, I guess, but that wasn't my intention. So I was uh, sitting in the back uh, mm-hmm. by friends and whatnot, and then... Sounds fun. It was so much fun. And then they play Ever in a Day. Mm-hmm. Going back to Art of Drowning. And so I immediately grab my dear old friend who got me into AFI. I'm like, if we're going to go up, this is our chance. They're never going to play an older track than Ever in a Day. Let's go up. I love Ever in a Day. It's not exactly the throwback, intense mosh song that you might expect. If your yeah. fans were trying to make the most out of it, they really appreciated it. Surprisingly, Days of the Phoenix then came out a couple tracks later. And that was maybe the most fun overall was just being in that tight crowd up front mm-hmm. when they're losing their minds. Like how close did you get? Uh, let's see. When like Davey was uh, doing his Jesus walk mm-hmm. with him, uh, maybe like seven people squished, you know, okay. compact sardines, yeah. seven people back. Uh, I'll show you the cool pics. There's no zoom on those, baby. Uh, but a lot of older stuff. I was really impressed. And then even the encore, mm-hmm. double encore. Yep. Did you expect it? Yes. Okay. Davey comes back out. I think before, I think it was in the first encore, he comes out 
and he has a good line where he's like, yeah, I think first time we were here in Minneapolis, uh, we played over there, 7th Street Entry, which is a little venue connected to First Ave. And he's like, there are five of you back there, and now they all have five kids. Being cutesy. Mm-hmm. Being kind of fun. And then, <laughs> when they came back out for the second encore, uh, then they launch into the opening of Black Sails. Yeah! How amazing is that? And Davey even set it up beforehand saying, like, this is going to be bizarre, everybody. This is going to be bizarre. I was 100% expecting your Prince cover at that point. Yeah. Or some some sort of bizarre 24-hour party zone? Is it too much to ask? Come on, Hunter. You got to flex your muscles. He was doing a lot of flexing. They were all looking pretty good out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, and then immediately into Lost Souls to close things out. Crowd loved it. Completely yeah. ate it up. So much fun. So much through bleeding. We are one, which was punctuated then by a guy behind me right before the second encore, where without fail, every time he threw in a f- Trump yeah. into that mix, I didn't think the crowd really dug it. Emotionally, maybe, but it was just this thing of like, okay, we're just trying to have yeah, a PRAFI experience. I don't know if we really need to, but it's a nice timestamp to coincide with Blood Album overall, I suppose. Yeah. Cork? Yeah. Everything you expected? Yeah, and then I mean, like at one point I watched um, it. It first have you if you're a member, I think is that how it works? You can reserve tables, kind of the line the perimeter of the the uh, the balcony. Yeah, and it's like a big U shape, and then there's like a rope, and so fancy pants people will sit at those tables. And I saw this guy uh, buy these two girls a drink. And they were at best tolerating his presence. Oh no! And he just didn't understand. He was very drunk. Oh, and at really? a certain point, I was like, you know, this concert is going very well, and I'm li- happy that I'm listening. Well, I'm very excited that I'm watching this guy just completely melt down with these ladies. They were not into it. Did they get to enjoy the music? Yeah, and he got like talking to one of them, like oh. right into her ear. Oh, and, yeah. and then the guy kind of staggered off, and they the, the girls gave each other a nice toast. Well, I hope he suffers at least. That's that's not too bad. I uh, agree. Surprisingly full venue. Yeah, it was very full. Hell of a show. Yeah, it was super, super fun. I still had, because everyone was so into it and knew all the lyrics, Yeah, I still had a distinct feeling that I was a tourist. Oh, okay. But it was super fun. Oh, good. It's just, it was very sweet to me uh, to see that band still going strong, mm-hmm. still look like they're enjoying themselves, to hear songs from the year 2000 that I listened to back in the day, got my buddy Ronnie next to me, where it's like, man, we've listened to this song for 17 years yeah. and we've been seeing them live for almost that long it is a nice comfort food it's awesome it's like if the simpsons were still good you yeah. know and then we could see it live and <laughs> shout out through our bleeding bart is one and then daddy's over there with your coat keeping it safe exactly you get it man you get the <laughs> vibe it's very sweet and comforting uh what the hell is next for this podcast man i don't know i uh, th- are they going to release another album Sure, yeah. Surely, they're gonna have to release a music video for every song on this thing, right? I I am shocked they don't more. have one for Still a Stranger. Yeah, that is also. True. Where the hell was Dumb Kids? Yeah, when I pushed my way to the front, I was like, "We're in Countdown to Dumb Kids territory. Here we go. Here we go. Waiting for that guitar. Get ready for Dumb Kids. Now. No Dumb Kids. No Dumb Kids. Loved, loved Art of Drowning. Loved Black Sails at the end. Mm-hmm. Loved the amount of Sing the Sorrow. Would have swapped any of those songs, honestly, to hear Dumb Kids. I I think I would have liked a little more off of Blood Album. That would have been really fun. It would have been fun. But still, amazing show. Um, 
yeah, we will definitely do stuff with this feed in the future. Don't unsubscribe, please. Mm-mm. It's all we ask. <laughs> uh, so there will be some stuff coming up. We guarantee it. Uh, so it's just a bit of a mystery as to exactly what it will be. Yeah. Cork. It's been super fun. This is almost the end of the journey, and I thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for going to that AFI show with me. Yeah. I, I'm glad that that person spilled a drink on your coat. <laughs> it was some it's kind of poetic justice. Beautiful. All right. Now let's go home and get some sleep. All right. All right. Good. And. Oh. Oh. And. and until next time. AFI.